the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Staggerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. When do I get a check? I paid off my college loan a million years ago, but it took me 10 years to do that. I might have been driving a nicer car all those years if I didn't have that lousy loan payment to make. All of us who paid off loans for ourselves or for our kids will be getting reimbursed with this new deal that uh, the president announced today, right? Of course not. Uh, For the foreseeable future, you will be forced to repay somebody else's loan. Estimates are that it will cost $300 million, I'm sorry, billion with a B, dollars, and it will be coming out of your paycheck. Here's what Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said, quote, Earning a college degree or certificate should give every person in America a leg up in securing a bright future. But for too many people, student loan debt has hindered their ability to achieve their dreams, including buying a home, starting a business, or providing for their family, unquote. Do you think, Miguel, might that have something to do with the amount of money that colleges are charging for tuition? I don't know. It's gone up at a ridiculous rate over the last 25 years or so. Um, maybe the colleges could pay back the loans, you know, instead of me paying it back. U.S. News & World Report has a list of, of 10 top universities, including Harvard and Yale, of course, is where everybody, uh, every other person in the federal government went to school, of course. Uh, they, have, they have endowments totaling $209 billion. That's 10 schools over $200 billion in endowment. Harvard's at $42 billion. Yale's at 31 So what is that money used for? I don't know. What if they were cut, uh, say they were to cut it to, say, I don't know, 21 and $15 billion, cut them in half? Would Harvard and Yale be able to get by on 21 and $15 billion? This is one of the most ridiculous things the federal government has done in my lifetime, and boy, that is saying something. And it's also one more gigantic reason to eliminate the Department of Education, get rid of it. That'll never happen. Well, the Republicans say they'd like to, but we'll see if they ever follow through on that. Anyway, when we come back, speaking of education, Bad news for Democrats in Florida and other places around the country last night, and good news for parents who don't want their kids exposed to insanity when they show up at school. And in our second half hour, why you are why you're more likely to see an unwoke movie these days because of platforms like Breitbart, Salem, and the Daily Wire. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Stoggerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Windows Of all the questions you get asked every day, this one you shouldn't ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money, so make sure you aren't overpaying. Keep every dollar you're entitled to. 
Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely isn't fun. That's why at the Synergy Group, we work with tax professionals to help make sure you aren't paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at the Synergy Group today for your complimentary tax analysis. 412-673-7760. Don't do the IRS any favors. 412-673-7760. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial. Member FENRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through JW Cole Advisors. JW Cole Financial and JW Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. Neither the firm nor its agents or representatives may give tax advice. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. You may not like Trump. You may describe yourself as a lifelong Democrat. You can't possibly say that the country is moving in a terrible direction and not hold the Democrats who have total control over the government right now responsible. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. The coming midterms may be the most important election in the history of our country. The battle lines are drawn. The war for America's soul is on the line. Now is your chance to help freedom win. Join Salem Media Group and this station for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming in October. The best minds in conservative media and thought will dissect the coming election. Learn who's on the right side. Join us for a vigorous discussion about the issues that are so crucial to you, your family and community, the economy and inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights under attack, higher taxes, and the effects the Biden administration is having on this country. The Battleground Talkers Tour will be something you never forget and could make the difference in this coming election. Join us. Join Gallagher, Hewitt, Prager, and Tatum. The Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 20th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Greentree, hosted by Pittsburgh's own John Steigerwald. Tickets at TheAnswerPGH.com. The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, before we get to our guest, uh, another quick reminder. One week from today, I will be out at Pit Cycles in Warrendale next to Jurgles. Uh, you can visit PitCycles.com to get the details. We're going to be live doing the show there from 5 to 6. I'll be there from 4 to 6, and they have a new BMW lineup. They are the new home for BMW motorcycles. So one week from today, 4 o'clock, Warrendale, next to Jurgles, Pit Cycles. Check out PitCycles.com. Meanwhile... Uh, some more bad news for Democrats yesterday where they got a lot of uh, – they've been getting a lot of bad news these days. Uh, in Florida, Republicans flipped a bunch of school board seats. Sarasota went from 3-2 Democrat to 4-1 to Republican. 
and a group called Moms for Liberty had a lot to do with it. Tina Deskovich is a co-founder of uh, Moms for Liberty, and she joins us now. Tina, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on, John. So, uh, this is a pretty big day for you, or I guess last Uh, night was a pretty big night. Yeah, it was a great night for us. We are still on cloud nine, for sure. Yeah, so, so how big of a night was it for sane parents in Florida? It was a huge night for sane parents in Florida. We uh, supported 65 candidates statewide in Florida, and 43 of them either won outright last night or advanced to the general election in November. So, um, and on top of that, like you just mentioned, Sarasota, uh, it has been, it's a conservative county that's been controlled by a liberal school board for a decade. Uh, it is now, uh, it'll now have a majority of parental rights candidates. Um, Serving on the board, same thing with Miami-Dade, which is a stronghold of liberalism down there. Um, Duval County, last week, one of the school board members called one of our black members a token member that we prayed out. And she got thrown off the board last night, and now we have a conservative um, control of that board. So it was just a really great night for us. So um, as you've been um, working with this, and I'll get to you about how you founded Moms for Liberty and why and everything, just a second, but just when you said that about Sarasota, which is a conservative uh, area, but the Democrats have been controlled the school board. Where, how often did you find that in all these, uh, you know, in the in the districts uh, where you look to try to get your own candidates on, where it didn't make because it doesn't make any sense to me that conservative areas keep showing liberal school boards. Is that a, is that a is that a common thing? Oh, it's a very common, uh, and it's a very easy explanation why, but I just want to back up for a second. And we, I didn't say there was a majority of Democrats on the board. I said there were a majority of liberals on the board, because what happens, even registered Republicans ah, act like Democrats okay. when they get elected to school boards. And so it, it, it's very confusing for voters between nonpartisan races in some areas and uh, you know, registered R's that act like D's or get elected and then act like D's. There's a, there's a number of reasons. We don't have all day to talk about it, but the basic reason is unions have been working for decades. They put hundreds of millions of dollars into school board races to get their members elected to school boards so that they can negotiate with themselves on all things public education. And I think, that, well, I think it's quite different now uh, compared to the way it's been for most of my life, for all of my life, I think. It would be really hard, even 10 years ago, to find somebody that would want to talk about a school board election for more than 30 seconds in any community. (laughs) Nobody shows up to vote. It's just, okay, it's a school board. Well, I think that was because uh, things weren't as ridiculous then as they are now, or at least 25 years ago anyway. And you just kind of – you expected your school if your kids were going to a public school and you you didn't expect insanity to be shoved down their throats which is what's happened recently so that's why now people are paying attention i guess yeah there's a number of reasons that that definitely is probably the number one reason but i'll tell you you know you said 25 years ago but i'll tell you um in 2016 when i ran you know voter turnout was dismal uh and and when i served for four years like are here in florida you have Times that the school district is open for review of textbooks for curriculum mandated by law. I would yell, scream, go on the radio, send out emails to thousands of voters. Come in, review the textbooks, please. You know, I'm one school board member. I can't read all grade level, all textbooks, you know, and review them all myself. I need the community to help me. Let's check on this stuff. Nobody shows up. Nobody. You couldn't get parents up there, community members, for anything. So when we have the opportunity to start Moms for Liberty and really organize to have parents have eyes on, hands on what's going on in school districts, we, you know, we jumped at the opportunity. Yeah, and uh, again, I just think that it seems to me, going back to when I was younger, when I had kids in school, when I was in school myself, I think people just had more trust in their schools to do the right thing. And they didn't see their kids coming home with something that looked like the 1619 project or, you know, asking what their pronouns should be. That's a that's a relatively new thing. Um, so this what happened last night in Florida and other places, I, I'm guessing that you do take that as a sign that people have uh, awakened. Yeah, we've drawn the line in the sand. Parents have had enough. Uh, they've pushed too far. They've pushed their radical agenda too far. 
Uh, they've shut down parents in the First Amendment too many times in school board meetings. And, you know, the line's been drawn in the sand. They crossed it, and we're not going to take it. And so uh, tell me why and how and when you founded Moms for Liberty. We are only, I don't know, what, 20, I need to count the months out, 20 months old or so. We launched January 1st of 2021 uh, here in Florida. We were just going to be a Florida organization. Within two weeks, we went national because there were just requests from New York and Maryland and all of these places to launch chapters. Um, we are we have the most chapters in Florida. The second state is Pennsylvania with the second most chapters. Um, we are in 40 states now, 230 chapters, 100,000 members and uh, we are working to take back uh, public education and stand up for parental rights at all levels of government. So just tell me how, it, how like when you the, the first phone call you made or when, when you when you knew you had something going on there, as you said, you started it as just kind of a, a statewide thing. And now it's national. And it happened so fast. Uh, well, how quickly did you see that this thing was going to just um, multiply? It took about two weeks. We launched January 1. Uh, Tiffany and I, both former school member members here in Florida, as I said, we set it up to be in Florida. We figured our goal, you know, our five-year goal is to have 67 chapters, 67 counties in Florida. Uh, that was basically what we were doing. And two weeks later, um, you know, about two weeks later, I called into the Rush Limbaugh show. Uh, I, I had a dial over a hundred times, you know, during their open call time. Um, Rush was already on vacation, I believe, at the time. Uh, and I got through and was able to speak about it. And then the next day I did the Glenn Beck show and I got right through on that one. Yeah, they let me just ramble about Monster Liberty for about five minutes. And that brought in um, New York and Maryland calling and wanting to start chapters. And so we we reassessed and we said, you know, Tiffany, my co-founder said, Tina, this isn't really our movement. This is something that is needed everywhere. And who are we to stop parents from forming and fighting? And so we opened it up nationally and it just, you know, multiplied every month, doubled, tripled. It was, it's insane how it's grown. How much did the fact that you were in Florida, uh, how much of a, a role did that play in it? Not only because of what was happening in Florida, but because of who the governor is. We are so blessed here in Florida to have elective leaders that are listening to us and responding. Um, but, you know, it wasn't like that the minute we launched. We, we pitched our idea around the legislators. We drove up to our state capitol, you know, just two moms like, hey, <laughs> we're going to start this thing. We've got these concerns. You know, we got a lot of, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, but once they um, proposed their bills, House Bill 1557, which is the Parental Rights and Education Bill and the Stop Woke Act, and once they saw hundreds of our moms out uh, helping promote these bills, showing up at our state capitol in a rally, sitting in the gallery, watching these bills get passed, um, standing up to the bullies in the media, uh, they were on board and thought, wow, this is really, really great to have an organization standing with us. And, you know, the sponsor of these bills came out and said, look, we've, we've never had support. We just we come up here to pass conservative type bills and we just get called names and get yelled at and get heckled. And it's so nice to, to know there's people out there that support us. It gives them the, the courage and the strength to keep standing and to go forward and helps, honestly, elected officials to have backbones, to have people in their corners. So it's it's really just been remarkable. I see that you presented uh, Governor DeSantis with a blue sword at a rally on Monday. And, uh, and there was a group there called the Joyful Warriors. Is that an official name or is that just something <laughs> you call yourselves? We are the Joyful Warriors. That's what we call ourselves. We have a podcast and some merchandise, and that's how we like to refer to ourselves. You know, we're going to fight like hack, but we're going to do it with a smile on our face because our children are watching. Uh, we presented the Liberty Sword. It's going to be our annual award uh, to a leader, really, that has gone above and beyond. It's actually a wooden sword. It's called a rudis. Um, it's representative of what gladiators were awarded after a hard, long-fought battle for freedom. And so we thought that was ideal. We had it engraved with the governor's name. He was um, one of our keynote speakers at our first national conference last month, and that's when we presented it to him. And so how many people do you get for a national conference, and how hard was that yeah. to put together? Oh, it was a great event. It was a three-day event. Uh, we had we, the, the speakers we had come in were amazing. Everybody, um, we had, of course, the governor, Ron DeSantis, his wife, Casey DeSantis, was a keynote speaker. We had former uh, U.S. Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, speak. Uh, ben Carson and his wife, Casey, uh, K um, Candy Carson, came and spoke. 
Ali Beth Stuckey was there. Like we just, uh, James Lindsay, we had a really great lineup. But more importantly, we had, I think, 30 or so breakout sessions where we really trained candidates to run for school board. We trained people to help with campaigns. Um, we dug into issues like gender ideology and critical race theory. It was, it was just a really successful four days. We had 500 moms come from around the country, from all the way, even from Hawaii. Our chapter chair in Hawaii came. So it was really, it was really an amazing four days. So it's obvious, again, for things like that, you hit a nerve big time. Yeah, I think, I think you know, like I said from the beginning of this call, they, they crossed the line. They've gone too far, and moms have had enough, and it's time for moms to stand, and, and they are just thrilled to have an organization to stand with um, and, and decide each other to do this work. Now, uh, we're talking to Tina Deskovich. She's the uh, fo- co-founder of a group called Moms for Liberty, which has now gone national. Um, and you say you do have uh, uh, chapters here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's our second, uh, the state with the second most amount of chapters after Florida. Do you, I don't know if you have one locally. I looked and I couldn't find one. But I, that doesn't mean you don't have one here. Mm-hmm. I, when what I say county in Pittsburgh, are you in? Uh, Pittsburgh. What county? Allegheny. What? Well, this, this radio uh, station no, is Oh, yeah. We don't have an Allegheny County chapter, so it's super easy to start a chapter. I'm going to get this plug if I can. They oh, can absolutely. go to our website, yeah. momsforliberty.org, and you click on Start a Chapter. Uh, you look and see if there's a chapter, you know, if any surrounding areas also pick up the station. If there's not a chapter, you click start a chapter. You need 10 people. You need three leaders. You need a secretary and a treasurer. Uh, you need to have attended a school board meeting. You need to pass our screening and interview. And then we launch. We get you going. And it's it's really, you know, we, we encourage people to take that step. Yeah, we have. I've had a, um, a woman on here a couple of times. That's uh, They've got a lawsuit uh, against uh, one of the school, I don't know if it's a school board or school district, how, how it's done, but, um, and uh, I hope she's listening because I think she might be giving you guys a call. I, uh, they, they had a teacher at a local elementary school uh, decide that she was going to teach some kind of gender ideology insanity, and, um, and they are suing. And so I, I don't Good know exactly where that case Good. stands, but, and then uh, uh, just a week or two ago, the Pennsylvania uh, Department of Education sent out its guidelines for teachers, and it was just absolute, total, just stupidity, insanity, gender ideology stuff. Just it was unbelievable how bad it was. So I, I hope that the people who are listening now will uh, contact you. Where do they catch you again? MomsForLiberty.org. And just so you know, like here in Florida, we formed a legislative committee, so each chapter gets a vote, and they really – um, super effective to be able to form that committee and work at the state level uh, to fight things that are going on at your state DOE, your state legislation, um, whatever your governor's doing. Uh, it's it's really impactful. And we're working on that now in Pennsylvania, getting that going. We hired a state coordinator there in Pennsylvania. So we're putting a lot of focus on your state. So please join us. Got a couple minutes left here with Tina Deskovich. She's the uh, co-founder of Moms for Liberty. Um, what about the media response? Uh, I see that Mother Jones referred to. They did a story, <laughs> and they called. They said that uh, they they said that the most powerful moms in America are the face of the Republican Party. I think they were referring to you, but they they said that you were on a crusade against public education. That's what it said in the story. Yeah, if they would just listen to us for two seconds or interview us, mm-hmm. you know, that whole article is. You know, we're thankful for it. When they do stuff like that, it only emboldens us and, you know, yeah. people that like us look at that and go, you have the right kind of enemies. So it's good. But the author of that article actually um, bought a ticket and bedded herself in our summit and, uh, you know, really... Yeah, it really could have done a lot of damage, but she really couldn't find anything really horrible to say about us. She said, you know, well, you know, I was the only one here with a mask on, but everybody was nice to me. Oh, and you got to be kidding. The lady next to you, know, again and again and again, she tried to bash us, but all she found was a bunch of joyful warrior moms that are on a mission to save America and stand up for their kids. So, you know, the nonsense that we want to destroy public education is just that nonsense. We are in this fight to save public education from bureaucrats, from you unions that have put themselves above children and families, the people they're supposed to be serving. Uh, you know, we're out to fix public education. She was wearing a mask. You, she's the only person there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's so she's trying to be incognito. She puts one, a mask on. She didn't. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. The only one out of, out of 500 plus people. And, and nobody gave her a hard time because yeah. we respect yeah. that. If you right. want to wear one, you know, wear it. Have a ball. Hey, Tina, I'm out of time. Uh, MomsForLiberty.org. Okay. I hope you sign up. A lot of people in West Virginia, or not West, well, West Virginia too, but in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Okay, that's Dina Deskovich. And again, it's uh, momsforliberty.org. Check it out. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden announcing his decision on student loan forgiveness. The president planning to forgive up to $10,000 in federal student loans for Many Americans and extend a pause on payments to January. The president has faced pressure from liberals to provide even more debt forgiveness, while moderates and Republicans question the fairness of any widespread forgiveness. The U.S. has announced its largest military aid package to Ukraine since Russia's invasion six months ago. Greg Cluxton with that report. President Biden marked Ukraine's Independence Day by announcing $3 billion in new military assistance. In a written statement, he said, The United States of America is committed to supporting the people of Ukraine as they continue the fight to defend their sovereignty. The new aid package includes air defense and artillery systems, drones, and other weaponry. Greg Clugston, Washington. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Back in the day. Pittsburgh cranked out a lot of steel. We helped build this country. Our steel went into the Empire State Building. The Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, you'll find it there too. These days, we're about more than steel, but we're still producing something strong. You can see it in the eyes of our kids. That same resolve, that same blue-collar ethic forged in the fires of hard work and history. And one day soon, they'll help build this country all over again. We're Pittsburgh strong. We're AM 1250. The answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold. Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Still plenty of delays. Parkway East outbound stacking up 2nd Avenue up to the Fort Pitt Bridge. A delay of about 10 minutes. Also about a 10-minute delay on outbound 28. 
from 31st Street Bridge up to Delafield Avenue, inbound off-ramp to Fox Chapel Road, remaining shut down with construction. Inbound on the Parkway North looks heavy from Reedsdale Street down to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Crosstown Boulevard delays Veterans Bridge down to Liberty Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight with patchy late night fog. Tonight's low 61. Patchy morning fog tomorrow. Otherwise mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high 85. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of 66. Intervals of clouds and sunshine Friday. We'll see a thunderstorm as well. We'll reach a high Friday of 82. For Saturday, partly sunny, a thunder shower in spots. High once again, 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we started telling you about the movie My Son Hunter uh, one about a year and a half ago, um, or maybe two, but before it even started shooting. It'll be available to download or stream next week, I believe. The producers, Fella McAleer and uh, Ann McElhaney, never tried to uh, go jump through the usual um, Hollywood hoops to get it done. And apparently more and more producers are doing it. Christian Toto of Hollywood in Toto.com is here to tell us how non-woke movies are getting made. Christian, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, a bright, Breitbart uh, will be distributing My Son Hunter. I think that's the first one uh, that I'm aware of that they're doing. What got them interested in the movie business? Yeah, I mean, it's a natural fit for them for sure. I also think they've been looking at other, other their competitors and thinking, oh, gosh, you know, The Daily Wire – is full on into the movie business, and uh, you know this is a maybe a good play for us. It's a natural fit, and I think it's going to get a lot of eyeballs. You know, the, the Hunter Biden story from start to finish, strip away the politics, is fascinating. It's a human train wreck, and it's a kind of story that should be front and center of every Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert monologue, but isn't. I don't never know. I don't know if they ever uttered his name at this point, but. Uh, that's where we stand in the culture today. Yeah, and it 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 is something that um, if it were not the uh, involving a, a family that the liberals like love, this would there would they would be tripping over each other to make a movie about this story. And again, politics aside, just this is you couldn't write a you couldn't write a script better than this if you if you if you got the best script writers in the world. Yeah, it's crazy to kind of behold. You know, there's two stories here. You know, Hunter Biden is clearly a, a, a tortured soul, has addiction issues. Mm-hmm. But he's been a very bad boy at the same time. And you can't dismiss what he's been up to, the business deals. They all stink to high heaven. And, you know, just how culpable is the, the big guy in all of this? I mean, those are questions that need to be asked. And if the last name is in a situation where Trump, you'd be getting that question asked nightly. And uh, it's just it's just a sign of how corrupt the media is as far as, uh, you know, journalism 101 and also just the, the, the late night shows. And, you know, the most recent ratings had the Gutfeld show at number one beating Stephen Colbert. So I think that's a sign that you're missing out on a lot of, a lot of jokes that maybe you should be telling, but you're not. And when media writers and critics uh, talk about late night shows, and I'm not talking about just doing reviews of them, but just doing stories on them or talking about who's doing what and who's doing well and who's not, they don't mention Gutfeld. He doesn't exist. Yeah, they rare, once in a while they do. They often ignore him. And you'll see a lot of these roundup stories. The Week does this, does this aggressively where these are the funniest, the wackiest, the craziest things the late night host said this week. And they never include Greg Gutfeld. Oh, by the way, he's the guy at the top of the heap. He's yeah. the guy with the most ratings uh, you know, lately. You think you want to maybe include his voice, but they ignore him. And the other side of the corner, they're, they're kind of bemoaning the fact that we have less diversity in late night now because Samantha Bee is gone and DeSouza Nero are gone as well. Those two uh, comedians on Showtime, they split up. They kind of broke up their professional partnership, so the show went away. But what about ideological diversity? That seems like that should be important, too, but they ignore that entirely. And it's one of the reasons why Gutfeld is so uh, popular right now. Yeah, what are the chances of anybody associated with my son, Hunter, uh, showing up on the panel at one of the uh, at, at, <laughs> on ABC, CBS, or NBC? Well, there's hell freezes over, and it's worse <laughs> odds than that. So yeah. that's, that's yeah. kind of where we stand at this point. Yeah, that's, that's just not going to happen. Uh, but getting back to that movie... 
Just the there's a movie to be made. You could make a you could do Netflix could do a ten part series on that story, and and could and could make a good one. Um, and and that's the frustrating thing when you look at Hollywood. Hollywood should be rapidly looking for great stories to tell, oh, no compelling question. information, true life sagas. I mean, you know, Netflix is a killing with a lot of these documentaries, the docu series. They're fascinating. You know, people being swindled. Uh, you know, Tinder dates gone awry. We're, we're starved for that material. We're curious about it. And again, strip away the ideology. The Hunter Biden story is fascinating. There's too many levels, too many layers. And you could feel sorry for the guy. Here's a guy in a political family. He just, you know, doesn't have what it takes to be as successful as dad. And, you know, he's carved out this other career, his demons, his personal demons. My gosh, what you couldn't say with the story. So, you know, I think a lot of it's going to be in the movie. And a father who uh, wanted to be president all his life, tried about 17 times to run for president. Uh, he has a relationship uh, with his family, uh, uh, with his son, who he says he calls the smartest guy he knows. And the guy at the age of 77 finally reaches his dream of being running for president of the United States, and his son manages to, to drop his laptop off somewhere Mm-hmm. That, it's just it's 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 a, and, and the thing about um, by the way this movie and that's what I wanted to run by I don't know if you've seen any a preview or anything but it's a comedy it's it's there is comedy involved in this it's not all serious yeah uh, you know it's funny I've got the screening link in my inbox right now so I'll be watching it tonight so I can report on it shortly but yeah there, there's you know I, I don't even know how you tell the story without some humor mm-hmm. if even just to cut the tension and cut the drama. Because there's a lot of just tragic stuff in this tale, and you know, I, well, you know, you, you've you've got more than enough material, as we said. Why not tell it? And, and I mean, just imagine going to a studio with a script about this, and just, I mean, first of all, you won't get in the door for starters. But why wouldn't you get in the door? Doesn't that speak volumes? Well, if you wrote a if you wrote a, a fictional script about this, and just uh, had it be a conservative president. With a son who does the same things, it would be made into a movie. And I'm talking about, you know, not not even saying it's based on anything. Just if someone mm. came up with this story and was able to put it on a script, it would be made into a movie. It, it, it you just, know, and it brings to mind a couple of years ago there was a script floating around Hollywood about a dementia-addled Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, yeah. that Will Ferrell was attached to for all of five minutes before people shrieked about it, and he kind of distanced himself. But, you know, now we have a president who appears to be dementia-addled, who clearly is not at the top of the game. You wouldn't see a movie like that in our lifetime, that's for sure. No, and they made – HBO was happy to make a movie about Sarah Palin, uh, and uh, the, but she won't – she doesn't – they don't touch the Democrats – who are out there making idiots of themselves, uh, and who could they could make comedies about? They, they destroyed Sarah Palin. It was unfair, but that's another issue. Um, yeah, well, you know, I think what you're looking at here is an enormous opportunity. There was no right leaning talk show at night. Right, Godfellow comes along. It's top of the heap. There is money to be made by saying, "Oh my gosh, there's half the country that believes X and not Y," and if we made stories that appeal to them. We could make a killing. We could just yeah. funnel in the money. But you know what? Hollywood would rather leave that money on the table. It's something that I talk about a lot. They don't care. They're about show business. But boy, if it's something like that, they'd rather not. They'd rather not get that third yacht, that that new vacation home. They'd rather just be as is than make that that make that project and make that money. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, that that was going to be my next question. Um, there have to be some conservatives, uh, maybe closet conservatives, anyway who have been happy to make money producing nauseating uh, liberal woke movies. but are So you're saying liberals are actually living the idea that it's not the money, it's the principle? That, uh, maybe they I mean, should be given I, some I, credit I, for that, I guess. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess you could look at it that way, that they're not just about money. They care about yeah. more than that. Uh, listen, uh, but again, that just leaves a huge opportunity for Breitbart News, The Daily Wire, other right-leaning organizations to say, hey, if these stories won't be told there, we'll tell them here. Now, of course, it's not that easy. You know, Daily Wire is basically ramping up an entertainment division. You can't just do it from scratch. They've teamed up with uh, uh, Dallas Sonier, who's a very talented producer, so they've got a, a leg up there. But it's not easy. You can't just kind of click your fingers and say, oh, I've got a movie division, or I've got a screenwriter who can write an excellent story. So the learning curve may be steep, 
but boy, there's lots of opportunity here. Yeah, and it's tough enough to make uh, to get a perfectly woke movie made. What are the what are the uh, other obstacles thrown in your way for an unwoke uh, movie uh, to, to even yeah. get anybody to read a script, much less produce the movie? And the other problem here is that if you're an actor and you see the script for My Son Hunter, and you think, you know what, it's actually pretty good, or I'm pretty intrigued by this. And then you think again, okay, if I take this role, what is that going to do to my career? Are there going to be people looking at me askance because I was in this Daily Wire or this Breitbart movie? Is it possible there'll be blowback? And maybe you pass on that movie. That's yeah. another factor that is, it can't be ignored. We're talking to Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com. But again, uh, Christian, that gets back to not being smart enough to see that you're ignoring half the country and that all the things that you just said about, you know, the, an actor being afraid of getting canceled, if they would just wake up and understand that there's plenty of money to be made by the unwoke because half the country is sitting out there hoping that somebody will make a movie that doesn't make them want to throw up. Uh, it's yeah. And so, so you know, it's, I guess it's just it's um, it's a vicious circle. Some somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to, and, and it has to happen multiple times. And it's got to be more than just Daily Wire or Breitbart. It's got to be a a major studio, and it's got to be a movie that makes a ton of money. We're seeing this on a smaller scale with comedians. A lot of comedians who kind of buck the the progressive trend, they they kind of blaze their own path. They are often very successful, but. It's not a typical kind of success. It's not zillions of dollars. It's not a network deal. It's I'm on YouTube. I, I make money via Patreon. I'll never be on Saturday Night Live. I'll never sit on the couch with Colbert. Mm -hmm. So it's a different style of success. And it's not typical. It's not, it's not standard. And maybe it's not what people have dreamed about for years. And I don't blame them for kind of having a conventional dream. And yeah. so they have to think if that's the path they want to take. And the, the, when I speak to artists who have gone that way, they find it much more satisfying. It's much more liberating. They're much more successful than they imagined. And they think, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with this kind of fame. I didn't want that kind of fame anymore because it means selling my soul. I mean, just, what does what Stephen Colbert do at night when he's looking in the mirror, brushing his teeth and thinking, man, oh, I told another a thousand jokes against Trump. Meanwhile, Biden's economy is, is, is you know, ransacking the country. Right. Do I feel good about myself? I, I mean, they get the checks clear, so I guess he's fine. But I think at some level he's got to be sad. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. And then there's uh, a Top Gun. Um, that's uh, I think uh, you mentioned in your in your piece at uh, HollywoodandToto.com. It's now the sixth most uh, largest grossing movie uh, in uh, of all time. Uh, it's amazing. It's it, it never quit. It's not woke at all. I, I say it's so apolitical. It's political in a way, and it just had old fashioned storytelling, heroes and villains. Uh, you know, uh, a sort of a subtle, but maybe not so subtle theme of patriotism, excellence, and all these sort of qualities that we've grown to know and love over the decades that connect with audiences. And, you know, the movie came out in late May, and it's still crushing it at the box office right now. It's staggering the success. And I, I wish that Hollywood would look at that and say, okay, how do we duplicate that? What's the, what's the secret sauce here? I don't think they will. I think they'll need a lot of similar successes to kind of wake up. I don't think they get it right away. Well, do you think, I mean, I, I try to think about what what about that movie could they possibly not like? Uh, because they didn't uh, have one of the characters be transgender? I mean, the, what, it's it's kind of a just a, a basic story about, you know, it's a military story, but uh, it's not like it's uh, singing the praises of conservatism. It's just a, a movie, a good action movie, an entertainment yeah, entertainment. I mean, I think they'll look at it as a sequel. They'll look at it as like people love Tom Cruise, that people loved it in the 80s. I think they're going to draw the wrong conclusions from it. I don't think they're going to look at that and say, gosh, there's zero messaging there. And by the way, the film is, has a diverse cast. The, the, the pilots in question is a female pilot. There are people of color yeah. who are pilots. Yeah. You know, it's not just a whitewash. It's just a good story that doesn't focus on that. It focuses on the people who succeed, who thrive, who are heroic, who risk their lives. And that could be people of any color. And we don't... As a country, we, we love the Fast and Furious movies, which are aggressively diverse, but they don't talk about it. They just make us laugh. They make us smile. They make us cringe in our seats when the, uh, the, the cars defy gravity. That's what we want. We are not <laughs> against diversity. I'm not against diversity, and neither are you. Right. We just don't want the lectures. No, I don't want to be beat over the head with it. And, yeah. and, and I don't want um, Superman to be transgender. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I just don't. You know, I... Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I, I, but that's coming, by the way. Um, speaking of that, uh, what what happened with Batgirl? 
it's one of the more fascinating stories I've covered in, I guess, 20 plus years of doing this. Batgirl was going to be on HBO Max. It was obviously based on the, ca- the ca- comic book character. It was nearly done. There is some, some work to be done that they've cast anywhere between 70 and 90 millions at it. And it's been canceled. It's been shelved. It's been put aside, allegedly never to be seen again. We, you know, only time will tell. And they say it was, uh, they're going to do it as a tax write-off, but it didn't, it didn't kind of align with their DC world universe. Uh, there's all these different excuses, none of them which really make a lot of sense. Uh, the test screenings allegedly were poor, but we've seen a lot of lousy movies hit the big screen and the small screen. That shouldn't be a problem. Hmm. So, you know, I'd love to kind of get an executive, uh, you know, in a bar for a few drinks and get the truth theorem going because I really want to know exactly what happened. Is it woke? Probably, but is that the reason why they shelled it? I don't know. It's a crazy story. But it's a, it's a, it was a movie that was uh, supposed to be um, anticipated, very much anticipated movie, and uh, what they just looked at it and said, "Boy, this stinks. We can't put this out there." Yeah, listen, there have been other stinky uh, superhero movies. I thought the the, the uh, Venom movies were terrible, but I'm in the minority there. I don't know the the, the actress who was playing Batgirl was Latina. There's some diversity there. The directors, I believe, are people of color. Two of them, the teammates, a team that that worked well together in the past. It doesn't make sense on the surface. I just feel like there's something else going on that we're not privy to because it just it's crazy. I got one minute left uh, here with Christian yes. Toto of uh, Christian Toto. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, at HollywoodInToto.com. Last thing on uh, um, uh, my son Hunter. What what will be the measure of its success? How, when it's a streaming movie. Uh, is it going to make money? Are they expecting to make money? What are they looking for to, uh, to, as a sign that it was a good idea to make this movie? Well, I mean, this is Breitbart's first splash at movie making in, in any capacity like this. So, yeah, money is the bottom line. You know, what are the downloads going to be? Are people streaming it? Are, are people talking about it? Is, is it in the conversation? I think, you know, obviously you want to make money more than have a, tr- a Twitter trend, but you've got to kind of see some success. And if you're a right-of-center audience-goer, if, you, if you're bemoaning the fact that Hollywood is so liberal and so woke, and you don't buy that movie, you don't stream that movie, you don't rent that movie, well, then what, what message are you sending? You know, yeah. you can complain all you want, but if you don't support movies like this and projects like this, they won't make them again. And Breitbart will say, ah, one and done, this didn't work out, didn't, make, didn't draw a crowd, we'll go on to different things. So download the movie and take it, check it out, stream it. Hey, I appreciate it, Christian, as always. Oh, real quick. I got ten seconds. Did you like uh, Pittsburgh? You were here visiting Monday. Oh yeah, I got family in the area, so I saw my great niece, who is all of two weeks old, and she's adorable. Uh, oh, so great. I had a great time. And got you... some minio slices and uh, lived up <laughs> my Pittsburgh life. You got the minios in. All right, man. Thanks. I'll talk <laughs> to you next time. Okay. That, that's Christian Toto. We'll be right back. The coming midterm election may be the most important in our country's history. The battle lines are drawn. America's soul is on the line, and now is your chance to help freedom win. This is John Stagerwald. Join us Thursday, October 20th, when AM 1250 The Answer presents the Battleground Talkers Tour 2022, the midterm showdown. It'll be live at the Double Tree by Hilton and Green Tree. Here, Salem Media hosts Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, and Brandon Tatum dissect the upcoming election, learn what's at stake, and take part in a vigorous discussion about the issues that are so crucial to you, your family, and community. We'll discuss the economy and inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights that are under attack, higher taxes, and the real effects the Biden administration is having on this country. It'll be a night you won't forget that could make all the difference in this coming election. 7.30 p.m. Thursday, October 20th, following a VIP dinner at 6. General admission, just $20. Get details and tickets now at TheAnswerPGH.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161.
or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Stress. It never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So I have a question. Um, well, first of all, I saw this story on Washington Free Beacon that uh, John Fetterman uh, was not an effective mayor, according to some of his former colleagues. He missed a bunch of meetings. He skipped at least 53 meetings during his tenure, according to uh, the Washington Free Beacon. They came across some documents. They asked the guy... Uh, Named Jesse Brown, a former Braddock Borough Council president, he said back in 2015 that Fetterman should have been at all council meetings but stopped showing up after several confrontations over his duties as mayor. He says he first came in thinking he was in charge of everything, everything, but he also criticized Fetterman for taking credit for Braddock's economic revitalization. Everything that's happened in this community he's gotten credit for. The people believe that all this has come about through John Fetterman, but it's not true. Um, so I'm just wondering about this, and I, still, I ask this question a lot because I don't watch local news, and I'll tell you, I guess what I'm saying here is that they don't pay me enough here to watch local news. I can't do it. But I'm just wondering, this seems like a pretty good local news story. Help me out here. Have the local TV stations looked into any of this? As, uh, and here's the other thing. When, and maybe it's happened already again. I don't know, but I'm not going to watch to find out. But just a little, little idea, if I were working in TV news, I'd be stalking this guy with a camera and a microphone, and at the first opportunity, I would stick the microphone in his face and say, Hey, John, why won't you debate? Has anybody done, yet, done that yet? I don't know. Let me know if you find out. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow fan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.